0: two three four good morning my brothers and sisters on this i don't i don't know what episode it is guys 82 so okay, 80 dose let's just let's just call it uh 82 let's just improv call it 82. number eight improv number eight is that what it is
1: I can't remember if improv it's seven, I, I don't know. It's a good question.
0: Mark, you called it now. You sh- you're supposed to know.
1: I
2: didn't know that was in the
1: parameters for uh, calling. <laughs> it is, cross. it's in the bylines.
0: <laughs> How you, dare when you signed you, your sir. contract. You lost it was all there. privileges. Man. All right, we're gonna do an intro and we're gonna we're gonna do it improv style. You ready? Sure. You're gonna introduce the person who comes after you normally, or in Mark in your case, the person who comes way before you. And you're going to make a modification of their intro, of your intro for them. For example.
3: Wait, it's got to be your (laughs) bull.
0: What are you talking about? It's got to be your bull. The Northern American Bearcat. Patrick. Couldn't be more confusing. (laughs) It's improv. (laughs) Who do I get to introduce? You get to introduce Mark. All
1: right, got it. And who do I introduce?
0: You introduce uh, Ronnie. And you have to do like a, it's like a. Another version of your nickname. So instead Wait. of say it, calling him the judge, jury, and executioner of fake news, you call him the? Uh,
1: the um, the other people that are not that. <laughs> the
0: other people. <laughs> That's a terrible movie, The Others.
1: Oh, what? Really? You don't like The Others? I mean, it was okay.
0: I thought it was predictable.
1: Oh, no. The That ending of that movie really caught me off guard.
3: What's predictable mm. is us getting off track right at the beginning.
0: <laughs> yeah, welcome to improv, folks. This is the Good Morning Guys show. You never know what's going to happen. Whether it's the judge, jury, and executioner of Skyline Chili, Ronnie Johantis
3: I like that. Uh,
2: that's that's it. my turn
3: now.
0: Yeah, now you go to Mark.
3: All right, you do um, me. You do me. All right. Um. Let's see here. Uh, And our next member of the podcast, he's basically Jimi Hendrix on the guitar, for Jesus, Mark Boucher. Yeah. I
2: can't be mad at that.
0: No, I know, right? That's a good one. Jimi Hendrix for Jesus. You killed it
3: on there. I was watching your video.
2: Furthest thing from Jimi Jimi Hendrix. The only
3: inaccuracy is that you're white. This is true.
0: (laughs) And probably not high.
2: Let me check. Of course we know. No, I'm
3: not. Yeah,
0: we can't prove that. <laughs> we can prove you're not white. And or that you are white. And
2: finally, the less Virginian grassmaster himself, Lucas Ham Swisher. <laughs> Speaking of grass... Did you say
0: the less Virginians? Yes. <laughs> wow, that hurts. You'll be okay. Right in the old kisser.
2: Boom, right in the kisser.
0: Right in the west... Right in the almost heaven Mount Neakissa all right guys all right how goes it
1: i
3: got a question right out of the shoot
0: do it right so, out of the shoot
3: yeah so this week oh. i uh finally got my nintendo switch online account so i just did like they had 12 months or whatever that's only like 20 yeah. bucks and it's basically because everybody's stuck in their houses <laughs> so uh, i got it and uh so i could play games with my buddy chad yesterday we played uh Uh, Some more of the Marvel game. We're actually trying to play through on, like, Superior so that we can get to Nightmare. Mm, okay. Um, So, that works fine and everything. Like, we got it to work. There's a couple things, like, if you've played the game that kind of are crap. Like, when I join his game, it's just me and him and the other two characters because there's a squad of four. Or computers because we don't want just randoms coming in and playing, but... I can't switch to any of those characters, and it only allows me to play with my characters of my level. So, for example, his characters are all level 70, and mine are like 48 or forty-eight to 50, somewhere in there. So I have to play like with a lower character, and I cannot switch to any of his characters. That is absolutely not what I'm asking, though. Okay. Is there any way... <laughs> That you can
2: talk to each other through Nintendo, or is that not a function? That is currently not a function, with the exception, how, I think, of certain games. How in the bleep is that even possible? Uh, because Nintendo. <laughs> that That's, makes
0: zero uh, sense. Nintendo. Yeah, Nintendo. There is like for you.
3: seven other platforms in which it works completely perfect,
2: and yeah. how could Nintendo not have this? Welcome to one of the primary struggles with the Nintendo Switch.
1: <laughs> yeah, you gotta it's get terrible. out your phone. And dude, yeah, do like it doesn't make any sense something. why they do it. Yeah, that's what we did. I, I set my phone chat.
3: on speaker while we were playing.
1: Yeah, yeah. that's pretty much um, it.
3: But that that kind of sucks. Like I would, that'd uh, be awesome if I could just put on a headset and talk like any normal game of the past. I don't know, twenty years. How long yeah. has it been <laughs> since we've had that? Like forever.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
3: Basically, you no wonder it was only like twenty dollars.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah, you
3: would. Think that is Nintendo correct. Would There's a reason it's cheap.
0: <laughs>
2: But,
3: that uh, seems like kind of an important thing, like for online gaming. Like, I don't know what else is really much more important. Like, you can't communicate with anybody. Yeah.
0: Well, I think in some ways they realize that the people who really love them are going to love them no matter what, so they don't bend over backwards for those people. They just say, "Hey, we gave you Zelda and Mario, Metroid." And they
3: should bend over backwards for money. But they're, they're what they making a bunch of it with it. And nobody's. They already
0: have billions without it. Yeah. So, yeah, so.
3: I gotta be honest. I do love the Switch. Anyways,
0: <laughs> yeah. Exactly.
2: Yeah. There's. But been they can no leap off about but. the stupid
3: communication thing. Yep.
2: <laughs> Hopefully next. Uh, no, but, next
3: but I console. I did finally get that. So. Nice. Do you guys all have that That's on good. your Switch?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I got it. Uh, what's great about it is you can play old Mario games like Mario One, Two, and Three. Uh, we we're we clark and i were playing super mario 2 and it is tough i mean going from the, the the new mario games where it's like very forgiving you die you know you just move on you know you, you go back to the original the part of the level or your checkpoint or whatever you die in super mario 2 you die like three times uh, the game's over oh, yeah. the game's absolutely <laughs> you're over
0: you're done no save points no checkpoints, so, no nothing. So
1: I had to show Clark how to rewind because that's one of the features on it. Uh, if you hold in both triggers, uh, it pulls up like a rewind feature, and you can go back so many minutes. So if you die, nice. you should go back five seconds, and then you can continue on, which is just do it again. Kind of like, like your saves, save's coming. coming. Yep. Yep. Exactly. Oh what yeah. It is. So. Yep. Yeah, that's a that's a cool feature, but yeah, playing like old Excite Bike and Mario and all like oh, was that was at Mario two, three, uh, Mario world or super, super mario, mario world, world? Yeah. yeah yeah that sounds right yeah so there's a bunch of games out there nice that's cool
2: yeah i basically
3: or... got it for the marvel game and since you guys all have it we need to uh get a little zombie action going on with uh, yet another
2: zombie defense so i have
1: some when you say you all views. yeah what do you mean say, yeah it's it's, it's not it's
0: you just all.
2: me it's, yeah oh <laughs>
3: yeah, you know what I asked? I asked the question of, do you guys have that for your Switch? And I'm not sure what you said, but I interpreted it as, yes, all well, of us do. Pat was the no. only one who responded.
0: Pat said yes for himself.
2: <laughs> I thought he was answering for the group. <laughs> I, nope. I nope. used to Sorry. have a Switch, but unfortunately, I sold it, which what? I, I regret. What? Mark...
0: James Boucher, what is wrong with I you? I do
3: love that. I love that console.
2: Like it how is so much you? fun. The, the money was more important at the time. So.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Next time it should be six Cisco instead of the Switch. <laughs> to say <laughs> see ya Cisco. Sorry, love you, bud. Yeah, I'll see how I well gotta that play goes the Switch with online wife. with Ronnie.
3: <laughs> so Pat, you need yeah, to get. You, you need to download yet another Zombie Defense. That's for sure.
1: How much was that again? Like a dollar. A dollar. Actually, this might
3: have been sixty-nine cents or fifty-nine cents. Hmm.
1: Spring break. Woo! I don't know. I'll talk to the wife see if she's okay with it. <laughs> yeah.
3: Okay, just have Clark well, uh, I can... get it without your permission again.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, just, yeah, there you go. <laughs> or or no, just tell Mel that he did again. it. Again. <laughs> I gave him the Vita because uh, I don't play it anymore. But I turned off like uh, the internet so he can't <laughs> <Yeah>. access anything.
3: <laughs> he can't get on there and purchase every game that they have.
1: Yeah. Apparently, it, <laughs> yeah. there's no restrictions. Apparently.
3: I did also download Overcook uh, before we got quarantined. Me and uh, a few of my buddies played it. Nice. nice. Yeah, nice. it was that game is a blast, Such really. Such a fun game. Yeah, it is. It's a blast. But when your friends are idiots, it's a lot harder. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, like fun for five minutes and they don't learn from their you mistakes? You always have that one friend like, that's okay, just running
3: around. Everything's on fire. They're not doing their part. Yep. Yeah. No, that's oh, everybody's Can got that one.
1: Me? That's me sometimes. <laughs> On purpose. Sometimes. (laughs) Communication
2: (laughs) is key in that game. And when your friends are all idiots, there's no communication involved.
1: Yeah,
3: there's nothing that can be done. (laughs) Just get out of my way, sucker.
0: Ronnie, just so you know, in 2021, it's very possible I'm going to get a Switch. So I will make sure to save up for that zombie defense game. And in 2021, save me a spot. I will be there.
1: I will still have it. You know, if you no, just go outside you. and you pick up some, I don't know what, what, what is it? What is a coin in Brazil? Is it w- a half of a hay centavo?
0: Ice? A centavo. Centavo. And a cent. Just pick it's up. A, and a centavo is one quarter of a penny.
3: I believe it's pronounced peso. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's a little further north there, uh, Magellan. Yeah, just
1: pick up those pesos <laughs> in Brazil on the ground. Uh, over time, <laughs> yeah, you'll yeah they're all over the cents. place.
0: It's like it's either bird poop or it's centavos or pesos
3: oh pat we could play quest for the golden duck that's only like a dollar i'm pretty sure too sweet yeah send me a list i'll
1: just download download them all
3: i don't know how to send anything
1: um text me
0: yet. you probably can't you can't send <laughs> Can anything I snapshot
3: a picture of my screen that has
1: the games perfect i'll know what i'll know what to do then yeah there you go <laughs>
0: Uh, Now for you joiners out there Who have no idea what's going on Just to give you context Marcus James Boucher called an audible And said hey guys We're doing improv tonight And every 10 episodes we do an improv We never know when it's going to be We usually get a day's notice thankfully Especially uh, for myself Who really puts too much planning Into an episode (laughs) and script And all that jazz So uh, Mark what inspired you to do improv tonight.
2: So I actually had a particular idea for a game. And yes, I am fully aware that it is an improv night. And typically you're supposed to improv. But
0: you came with a plan. No rules. No rules. You're banned.
2: Basically, the plan will initiate (laughs) the improv. Um, Oh. So the other day, I don't know if I know maybe three out of the four of us know who Corey Barlog is. Uh, yep. The yeah. Genius behind one guy. Calliope. <laughs> boy. Um, boy. 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 Um, Andreas. Um. But he posted. He's he's been posting on a lot of things. You know. You know. This is his way of dealing with the quarantine going on. And he posted. I think it was like uh, post a gif of uh, when you type in like. The year that you turned twelve, uh, in the in the oh, yeah. gift search, um, yep you need to post a gift from that that list, um, and so the one that popped up for me was a gift of Justin Timberlake, like Frosted Tips Justin Timberlake, um, <laughs> mm-hmm. and uh, he, he I can't remember what exactly he said, but it involved the phrase get crunk. Oh my gosh. And I was like, <laughs> "Remember when that
1: was a thing?" <laughs> yeah, that was, that, I think that one skipped me. That was I don't fat. even remember that. That was a fat saying. Yeah, pH with a pH. Yeah,
2: crunk is like get crunk is like get wild, um, like get crazy. Like I think Lil John actually had a song called "Get Crunk," uh, which
0: is that based off the football player Crunk?
2: No, that's that's Gronk.
0: Oh, right, wrong letter. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Nailed that, yeah. Samsonite.
0: That <laughs> was way off.
2: And and so I was like, man, we make up some stupid slang words. Uh, you know, I, I totally understand. Like the English language is is uh, for the most part pretty made up or derivative, I guess, of other languages. Um, but we have a lot of slang terms that we have uh, gone through throughout the decades. And so, uh, there's a lot of slang terms, of course, that we don't use anymore. And so, I figured I would make a little game using slang terms from the past. And so, the idea here is I have collected several slang terms that have been used within the past 100 years. And the goal here is for each of you to try to either figure out or make up what the particular slang term means and then of course uh once everybody gives a guess i will give the correct answer for what it actually means i like this so let me pull up the list here all right so the first one here is 23
1: skidoo
0: hmm
1: um someone is drunk <laughs>
2: yeah, okay
1: you know what that guy is over there twenty three skidoo He's so twenty three skidoo
2: out of his mind twenty three skidoo oh, mean I have no idea <laughs> <laughs> when's Gosh. this from uh, Twenties this, this is actually I think from either the the twenties or thirties
0: okay twenty three skidoo
3: I'm gonna say it's when somebody is an attractive person. Oh, okay. that chick is 23 skidoo over
2: there. Okay. <laughs> okay. Not bad.
0: 23 skidoo. Man, I got a 23 skidoo out of here. I think it's when someone wants to leave real fast. Well, <laughs> I got a 23 skidoo.
2: <laughs> Believe it or not, Lucas is the closest. Uh, 23 Hold skidoo up. means to move
1: along or scram. Get there out. There you go. Oh, yeah. Man, I was going to drop a 23 skidoo earlier. <laughs>
0: Uh, that was the first thought I had, and I was like, I can't think how to no, say that in a that's 23
1: Skidoosh. No. Skid-dush.
2: I almost said Skidoosh. That's not the same. Skidoosh. <laughs> Skidoosh. You never know. We can bring that back. <laughs> All right, the next one is Boondoggle. Boondoggle.
3: I know this one, actually. This is. Uh... Uh, I, they say it on uh, Fantasy Focus all the time. The Stefania Vell's off-boondoggling. Matthew Barry says it all the time. Okay. Uh so I think it is boondoggling. Let's see here. Um
2: no Google. I would say just like
3: a, like out having fun? Like out having fun boondoggling? It's either that or like avoiding work, I'm pretty sure. I'm feeling good about this. Okay.
2: Mm. Mm. Lucas, I'm what s- about you?
0: I'm going to go with uh Let's see, I was at the zoo, and all of a sudden, I was boondoggling this girl. Yeah, so I'm <laughs> going to say it's uh, it's like checking out a girl that you see on the street. Okay. You're like...
1: Pat, did you give yours? No, I'm going to say it is also <laughs> oogling a girl.
2: Okay, well...
0: Uh, ogling, the oogling,
2: yes. Could that's could on the list. Well, Ronnie's
0: Wait, Is it oogling or ogling?
2: I'd be more ogling. Is it ogling um, or oogling? Yes. <laughs> Neither
0: one of those sounds
2: like their a pet. real word. <laughs> <laughs> so, Ronnie is sort of the closest. Um, basically, um, it's usually some sort of a, a, a project or, or something that somebody's doing that's typically a waste of time or money. But is, is continued due to, like, maybe extraneous policy or political motivation. Basically, some sort of pursuit that's a waste of time and a waste of money. Mm. But we do it because that's how it always been, has been or whatever. So Okay. Yeah. Here's the next one. Bippy.
1: Isn't that that YouTube guy? I have no idea
2: who that is. <laughs>
0: Hmm. Bippy. I mean, when you said that, it made me think of uh bippity boppity boo. So maybe it's like you're, uh, you want to create some kind of <laughs> magic potion. Mir- magic potion miracle. <laughs> like <laughs> I'm going to go bippy on this and I don't have any idea, okay. but yeah, some kind of Except you fail because you can't get the boppity boo. You just get the bippy.
3: That was, that was a lot. There. So you, that, you that, <laughs> up. There's a lot to understand. I thought there. I thought if I say
0: enough stuff that I'll get like partially correct and okay, get like close to it. half a point.
2: One of those fragments was was it? No, I'm just kidding. I would you
3: say somebody. I would wrong. say when you're like energetic.
2: Okay.
1: Yeah. He's quite bippy. That's that's exactly what I was thinking. Someone who's excited.
2: Yeah. So you were all wrong. <laughs> All right, A bippy. Well, fine, be a bippy. That's the standard, to be honest. You know, that's actually, Lucas, that's actually a pretty good way of using it. Uh, because it's another word uh, for uh, your butt. Yeah.
0: Okay. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm
1: about to do uh, a 23 skidoo out of my bippy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you All sit right. your bippy right down, young man, before I have to get out the switch. <laughs> Not the gaming, All right. but ginchiest. sticks in the backyard. Skin cheese? What would you say? G- Speak English.
2: Ginchiest.
3: Ginchiest. It's
0: a piece of crap. Ginchiest. That is the ginchiest man I've ever met.
2: You could use it that
3: way. Yeah.
0: sure you could, but I don't have any idea what I'm saying <laughs> when I say that. <laughs> I'm just feeling really ginchy right now.
3: Yeah, I'm going to say happy. It seems like that could be right. Okay.
0: Happy? Okay. Hmm. Patrick, what do you think?
1: Oh, I, th- I thought it was like a piece of crap. Like this is a, this is, this that is, that is the ginchiest thing you've ever given me. This is a piece of crap. It's
2: <laughs> a piece of
0: ginch. Oh, yeah. I'm going to go with that. What it's a really close of to the Grinch. Don't be a ginch.
2: <laughs> so to say that you are the ginchiest means it's, it's basically a way of telling someone you admire their appearance or personality. Nope. Man, you're the ginchiest.
1: Don't even gr- agree to that. Change well,
2: it. I don't really care whether you agree or not. <laughs> <laughs> Change it. Change the facts.
0: Veto.
1: a right. uh, derives from German.
2: Next one, and, and you guys will probably like this one. It's a phrase. Word from the bird.
0: Word from the bird. It's like when someone gives you like gossip or news. And
2: the bird is the word because everybody knows. Papa oom Papa oom mao mow. Have you or have you not heard, in fact, that the bird is the word?
1: Have you heard of uh, the uh, orthonological creature? <laughs> <laughs> All
2: right. <laughs> word from the bird.
1: What? The bird uh, maybe
3: the news. Word from the news. I don't know.
1: What okay. what I say goes. Okay. Lucas, what <laughs> about you?
2: Bird. You're
0: the bird. I already gave mine.
2: Parent,
1: what was it? <laughs> I say goes. Mine was like, yep.
0: it's the latest gossip or. Oh, that's right. Like, okay. Like second, third hand information or something. Like, this is the word I got from somebody else.
2: Word from the bird means you're telling the truth. It's like, I swear, you know, word from the bird, telling the truth. Birds or birds are liars. Apparently apparently birds are honest. Who knows?
1: This is the ginchiest game. I love it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right. Uh, sit on it.
0: Go think about it.
1: Okay. Shut up.
3: Yeah, I was gonna go screw you.
0: Well you can go sit on. Ronnie it. and Pat yep. are
2: actually the closest, with Pat being nice. dead on. It basically <laughs> means shut up. Yeah. Uh, it is it is uh it was originated by one Mr. Arthur the Fonz, Fonzarelli from Happy Days. Hey. Hey. <laughs> um let's do a few more. Uh let's do Bogart.
0: Ladies Man.
1: Okay. Hmm. Classy.
3: <clears throat> I'm gonna go with entertainer.
2: Okay, well, technically, Bogart was an entertainer. (laughs) But that's not what it means in this case. Uh, So no one was on the money there. Basically, uh, apparently, uh, actor Humphrey Bogart, back in the day, used to let a cigarette kind of hang in his mouth for like an unnecessary period of time. And so basically, it was another word for someone hogging something and not giving other people a turn.
1: That's because they're all doing the 23 (laughs) skadoosh.
3: Falling in their pippies. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All yep. right.
2: couple more. <laughs> fake bake.
1: That was an easy bake oven. That's it. You got it.
3: <laughs> I would say that's when the marijuana is not real marijuana. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's the <a> synthetic <laughs> blend, yeah.
0: Uh, going to the tanning bed, getting a fake tan. Oh,
2: Lucas nailed it. That's a good one. Oh, Fake fake. Uh,
0: yeah, that one's from my time period.
2: <laughs> uh,
0: Prehistoric times.
2: Monet. Monet uh, Monet.
1: That's like someone who has a, has a lot of money.
2: <laughs> He's got a lot of money.
0: Yeah,
2: money 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 money
0: I didn't know it was about a painter. That song. I never thought <clears throat> about of
3: it. Go back to the attractive person.
2: Okay. So somebody who has a lot of money, attractive person, Lucas.
0: Uh, somebody that likes to uh, talk like a horse. Fly a kite. He's Like Monet.
2: So it's actually someone or something that seems attractive from a distance, but is definitely not when you come up close. Oh, Picasso. Oh, face. <laughs> yes. Yep. And then she was a two face. Here's one that I think this <laughs> is, is closer to to our generation that you guys will probably get, but I figured I'd add it to the list anyway scrub
1: Loser. Back from the song yeah scrub da da don't know, don't know the song. Dabba no Dabba You made it sound like a
0: Sesame of Street road road song. Like,
2: Dabba you know, Dabba That's right. I know that song.
1: Yep. That's right. Oh, you yes. Ain't No Scrub.
3: That's a great song.
2: So a scrub is someone who's basically got no job, no money, no prospects. Basically, like Ronnie said, a loser. scrub scrub is a guy who thinks he's fine he's also known as a (laughs) buster but uh yeah can you guys think of any other like slang terms from the past that we don't use anymore they're like where did that come from like pat i think you brought up fat phat
1: yep
0: (laughs) pretty hot hot and tempting Silly, silly. Yeah, we definitely don't use that one anymore.
2: Like oh, I nice. think of ones that we have today, like on fleek. Like, where did that come from?
0: You I know will what never that, use that phrase. You know what
1: word that never caught on, which I really thought it would, was fetch.
0: <laughs> no one says fetch.
2: <laughs> Stop trying to make that a thing.
0: What about uh, cool beans?
2: People use that for a while. I like I still kinda use that today.
0: But do you still use that? Yeah. I sometimes use it but I've never heard anyone use it. Google other than myself. Google when you
2: get a chance from the movie Hot Rod. Google cool beans from Hot Rod.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> cool beans. Cool be be
2: be 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 beans. <laughs> um I'm trying to think of some other ones.
0: Okay, just so you know, the subtitle said Poopy Baby 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 Beans. <laughs> <laughs> These subtitles are hilarious. Poopy Baby.
2: For for those listening at home, uh, apparently Skype has an option where you can turn on subtitles for everybody. So yeah, It's kind of hilarious.
1: Oh, man. Speaking of scrubs, I just watched this show on Netflix oh my about a gosh. bunch of guys who are who had no no life, they got out of jail, they were no job, and they were trying to find work and they found work with this guy called the Tiger King this if you haven't seen the show, have any of you watched the show yet? I have I've heard watched about the, it. Trailer. Oh I the trailer oh my goodness before. outrageous It is the most outrageous thing uh show slash documentary I have ever seen. There was one guy who just was being interviewed. Without a shirt on, the entire series. No no shirt on. He even, at one point, hopped in the bathtub and continued the interview. That's special. It was very special.
3: My buddy literally described this to me as, it is your family but with tigers. I was like, I don't want to see that. I
1: lived that life. This, this show just like it would, it, it was so many twists and turns and things that would happen. You're like, really? That's what's, <clears throat> what's going on? There was a one point where uh, they showed that they were getting like um, expired meat from the local Walmart and feeding it to the tigers to, you know, make sure that they're fed. Uh, and then later on in the show, this guy created or um, made a, one of a, a restaurant inside of his tiger park, and it was a pizza place. And guess what they used as toppings on that pizza? The same expired meat. Blech. 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 Okay. Gross. It was yeah. If if you uh if you haven't watched it, I, I definitely recommend it because it is one of the craziest roller coasters you'll ever go on.
0: Mm. Yeah, it looked like it.
3: You know what's good that I just recently watched on I think it's on Netflix there's like a, I think it's a four-part series on the Unabomber. It's like the Unabomber told in his own words, and they go through like a, uh, like basically the whole thing goes through him being interviewed, like the first interview he ever did, and it goes through like everything um, about him, and it is it, like I don't know if you if you like the true crime stuff, but. Uh, I always look at it from like a psychology standpoint and how interesting and crazy it is. But it is a good one if you're into the true crime stuff. Um, like, I don't know, like one thing that jumped out like right at the very beginning is the u almost had like 170 IQ. Like he was extremely intelligent. And uh, hmm. like he lived in a pretty much a shack in the middle of nowhere with no running water, no electricity. And he did this for years um so it's it's kind of one of those crazy stories and you know like he you know i was basically really too young to remember any of it i know like in the 90s like well into the 90s like he was very like uh like some of his attacks came well like well into the 90s and stuff but i was really too young to like care about the news and stuff at that point yeah so i didn't really know anything about it but uh it's it is uh i mean it's it's one of those shows where it's almost kind of like getting inside the mind of a madman type thing uh so it it was it was really good though i i uh Mm. i was glued to my tv i watched it over the weekend
1: nice well speaking of getting into the mind of a madman uh these this coronavirus and everyone having to be quarantined you start watching things where you get you didn't mean to start watching uh so I watched uh, I watched a movie uh, on Hulu and it does like uh, watch the watch next kind of thing. It's gonna and so it just turns on another show.
3: Yeah.
1: It turned on uh, the Simone Biles story. It was a Lifetime movie, really? and I just I <laughs> I started watching that. And about thirty minutes That's in, I'm like, Hey, this is interesting. <laughs> You're talking about the gymnast Simone Biles, right? Yeah. Yeah it just it was it was a um it was a lifetime movie with someone who looked yep. just like Simone Biles and goes through her entire life where she uh, wanted to become an Olympic gymnast and how much work she had to put into for that. She was uh it was pre- it was actually pretty good, but I can't believe I watched that hour and a half mm-hmm. Simone Biles movie. And I don't think I've I would have watched that if it wasn't for this quarantine because there's just there's so many things <laughs> out there, you know what I mean?
2: And it's a Lifetime movie. You watched a Lifetime movie.
1: <laughs> By myself.
2: <laughs> <clears throat>
3: I oh watched, my. uh, for the first time this weekend, I watched uh, Hacksaw Ridge. Have you guys ever seen that movie? Is I that have the, seen the that the
1: real uh, life story of Hacksaw Jim Duggan?
3: <laughs> no, it's not. It's about, uh, it's really about close it? World War II. Um, <laughs> it's an awesome movie, actually. is that and, Yeah, I've heard good things. Is that the one really where good.
1: he doesn't... The the main guy doesn't use like a gun. Doesn't believe yeah, in those. Yeah, he won't yes. carry a gun.
3: he's a combat medic. He saves like seventy five something people. Like it's just this ridiculous like act of heroism. Like and it's all based on a true story, but it is yeah. uh, it's a, it's a really really good movie. It was on TV and kind of like you said with that show, Patrick. I kind of started to watch it and all of a sudden I was like completely wrapped up in it. And I was like I gotta yeah. watch this. And it's a long movie. It's like a two plus hour movie, uh, yeah. but it is it's an awesome movie. It really is good. You
2: notice, you notice at the beginning of the movie, all the all the signs say Lynchburg.
3: Huh. Is that where he's <laughs> that's from? Where, that's where he's from. Yeah, I never made that connection, uh, we, but yeah, that is interesting.
2: Yeah, we actually have a, a highway here named after him. Really? Um, yeah, because he was he was originally from here. Private Private Desmond Doss. Desmond Doss. Mm. Yeah,
3: it's it's that's a really cool. really good movie. Um, I mean, it's a little you know it's a little gory, not. A movie absolutely. for kids. Uh, it's it's about war, and he's a medic, so you yeah. can imagine. But uh, no, it's a really, really crazy, interesting movie. Basically, he refuses to carry a gun, like he is absolutely like ostracized for it, like beat up, like all this stuff. Uh, and it turns out one of the really like most powerful points in the movie is after he saves a lot of people, a guy comes up and he apologizes to him, and he says, "I'm sorry, I." I didn't know. All I saw was a skinny kid. I didn't know who you really were. And it's... I mean, it's its a good one.
2: Yeah. Yeah. You know it's good because it was made by the same guy who directed Braveheart. <laughs> I didn't so, even know that, but that... Yeah. Yeah, that makes <laughs> sense, huh? <clears throat> yeah, it's a definite recommend for me. Yeah. I actually watched uh, something on Netflix uh, with my wife this past weekend that I've been kind of... You know, wanting to watch because ever since I heard that it was based on a comic from IDW, I was like, I kind of want to watch that. You're so, locked in. Yep. Speaking of locked in, it's called Lock and Key. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, so we watched Lock and Key. Um, gosh, how do I give an elevator pitch for this without giving out spoilers? We've only watched the first episode. Um, so far, um, but basically, this family gets uprooted uh, from their home in Seattle uh, to uh, a house that belongs to their their you know their uh, their family like it's been in their family for generations and generations. Um, they're uprooted from Seattle. They move to Massachusetts because basically, and I, I guess I can't. Uh, their father was murdered. And so, because of that, they're trying to get a fresh start. And so, you, you find out that this uh, this house that they move into and this family that they're associated with, like, they are well-known throughout this town, and it turns out that this house has a little bit more than they expected. And and there's, there's a deeper story there that I won't go into, but... It's based on a comic book. It's got a lot of fantasy elements. Um, I am very interested. Um, like I said, we've only watched the first episode, um, but it's definitely something I think we're gonna keep watching.
1: Yeah, uh, definitely watch the rest of that. It is. I saw yeah. I saw the entire thing. Uh, watched it one weekend. Like uh, I guess the weekend it came out, and it is it is very very interesting. I mean, the whole premise is they find they find keys and they open things that lead to something. Um, yeah. and it's really, really cool how each, every episode, you might have like a new key and find out what it is. It's really yeah. cool how that and how it all works.
2: Yeah. They actually just got renewed for season two. Oh, good, so I'm good. Looking forward. Yes, So I'll have to jump through that. Uh, cause I know Kristen was super, super excited. She's like, I'm, I'm really digging this. I like this. Yeah. So, uh, we'll have to keep watching it.
0: Nice. Uh, The family and I have been not watching a whole bunch of Netflix, but we have been continuing the Disney watch through. I think now we've watched like 14 Disney movies, all from the 1940s uh, so far. And uh, we've run into like a string of movies that I totally forgot existed. I don't know if you guys grew up watching old Disney, kind of like old Looney Tunes. Did did, uh, anybody out there watch like Mickey Mouse's version of Jack and the Beanstalk, where Donald Duck and Goofy, uh, I didn't realize those were based on movies. Like, they were originally packaged in movies back in the mid-40s, late 40s. Like, they're called Fun and Fancy Free, is that one. That one has Donald Duck. That has the Jack and the Beanstalk story, and uh, I'm just forgetting in this moment what the other one is. Oh, it has a story about a bear called is it Bongo? <laughs> I can't remember his name. But it's pretty huh. much a circus bear. He rides a unicycle and then he <laughs> he he falls off the the circus train and goes into the forest and it's about his like first night in the forest alone and he's really creeped out by all the sounds and sights and and then the next day he stumbles upon this female bear and they fall in love, but then he gets attacked by like this huge beefed up steroid filled uh bear a uh, grizzly bear or whatever that attacks him and then he proceed they proceed to fight each other and he discovers that when a bear is in love with another bear they slap each other and there's like this whole song and i totally like as i was watching it it took me back kind of like in ratatouille the uh igor the the I know I'm bringing up, I got to bring up a Pixar movie, you know. You keep shaking <laughs> your head, Patrick, but I'm going to keep doing it. There's that part where he eats the ratatouille food and, uh, you know, goes back to when he's a boy. And we watched like a string of these movies. I think it's fun and fancy free. There's the one with Ichabod Crane, The Adventures of Ichabod and Mr. Toad. I don't know if you guys watched I that too. remember that. Mark. Yep. I got Mark representing Disney. Thank you, Mark. Uh, there's another one called Melody Time that has uh, Pecos Bill... Uh, and uh, Jose Carioca, it's like, a, it's like a Brazilian parrot that hangs out with Donald Duck. And pretty much they just walk around the city trying to find women to ogle at <laughs> <laughs> is, is what they do. And they're just like, they find a lady and like half of, the, half of the short is just Donald Duck looking at this Brazilian lady and just like ogling her and while she sings and dances and all this stuff. It's really awkward. But oh, well, I'm looking at this uh,
2: Pecos Bill picture, and he's definitely Bogarting in this picture
0: <laughs> oh yeah, he definitely he definitely does some Bogarting for sure uh, <laughs> it, but like while I was watching with the kids, it like took me back when I was like five, six, seven years old, and I had watched these I'd watched these shorts only one time, and all of a sudden it was like, oh my gosh, I forgot I had watched this, and yeah. just some of the <laughs> stuff that like there's one where two hats fall in love, and they <laughs> They're in a hat store, and one's a girl hat, one's a boy hat, of course. And then they get separated, and all this stuff happens, and it's all in song. And then at the end, they both get placed on top of horses' heads, and they live happily ever after on top Man, of these I remember two that. horses' heads.
2: Those are those are the movies that they would show like late at night on the Disney Channel, like, yeah. when they thought no one was watching. <laughs> right. <laughs> so they're like, oh, let's show
0: them this, uh, this weird stuff from the 40s. <laughs> But for the is most part, on... kids watched oh, it, liked it. No, go ahead.
2: I was about to say, is it on Disney Plus? But I remember you guys don't have that in Brazil. It's on so you...
0: Swisher Plus. Yeah, I was gonna say, It's really good. Yar, Plus. yar, matey. It's some good stuff. But yeah, we. Uh, I think I think the new number one for that time period is the one with Pecos Bill. It's nice. got a. And it's uh, Melody Time. It's got really, they're really weird names, like the Fun and Fancy Free and Melody Time. Uh, the the Tres Caballeros, we watched that one too. Uh, I've seen that. That one was pretty cool. So, yeah, those old Disney films, I think it's interesting how they they called it a film, but it was always like 20 to 30-minute shorts, like jam-packed together. Like the 40s and 50s, they didn't have any kind of, or at least in the 40s, they didn't have any plot line whatsoever. It was just like, oh, let's show them a little, A little bit of this, a little bit of that. It was, uh, it was interesting. So, yeah. Uh, The other thing I wanted to ask Patrick: If you were an evil dictator, where would you like to rule? Inquiring minds want to know.
1: What? What kind of question is this?
0: (laughs) Welcome (laughs) to improv, my friend. Always be on your toes.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to the jungle.
1: Oh, are you serious? (laughs) Yeah, you (laughs) got
0: Improv rules. Uh,
1: I would like to dictate uh, um, I don't know. Would you choose
3: anywhere else in here? I feel like that's...
1: (laughs) Uh, We already have one, so let's see. Uh, (laughs) That's hard. Trump Shay. Uh, No, I don't know. Um... Australia. Mm. I like to go to Australia. Just, be, just Australia. it's always a place I wanted to go. Oh, I do. Uh because their accents are the best accents in the world to me.
0: They do have pretty cool accent.
1: Yeah, they do. I always remember that uh, that scene from uh, Transformers, like the OG one with Shia LaBeouf, and uh, they're trying to get that uh, that girl and that guy to uh, to go help them out. And they're like, like I guess they're being interrogated or something. And uh, they're like, "Well, who's this guy?" And she's like, "That's my advisor." And I—that's—that's—that is like the the one Australian accent that uh, that really gets me. Is yeah, it's it's great. So yeah, I want to di- I want to be a dictator in a place where I, that I love.
0: <laughs> okay, that's that's commendable. I remember yeah. one year I was I went to a student camp uh, at a school I was teaching, and I spent. They asked me to do, like, to do some kind of, I don't know, interpretation, talking like an Australian guy. So I spent, like, half a morning just watching YouTube videos of how to speak like an Australian. And I just started, you know, talking like an Australian and trying to learn how to say the words like an Australian would. And sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't, you know, mate. You just want to just talk about stuff like, hey, I'm going to go have a shrimp on the barbie and you're, you're, I go uh, this, is hang out with this Australian?
1: Because I, I don't think it is. You sound there like There uh, is dancing
0: uh, on the line between
2: British and, and
1: Australian. Oh, gosh. <laughs> you sound like
3: what's-his-name from the uh, uh, the Thor movie. Uh, man, what's-his-name, the big rock guy. You sound just like him. Korg. Oh,
0: yeah. Korg. Korg. Uh, cor- <laughs> Feel free hey, to do with the uh, y Well, there's, like, oh, there's new, multiple <laughs> types <laughs> of <laughs> Australian accents, and so usually the most success I have with it is when I go high-pitched. <laughs> It's like, oh, yeah, I'm going on a, going to have a shrimp on the bobby, you know? Sometimes it works, sometimes <laughs> it doesn't.
1: definitely sound like Cork. <laughs> yeah, he does. Yeah. <laughs> he sounds like him.
0: <laughs> Maybe he's Australian.
2: Now we'll get him in.
0: Rock Australian.
2: Taika Waititi is actually from New Zealand. so Close, Close enough.
0: enough. They're neighbors. Yep. All right, Mark, you need to be a dictator, evil dictator of a country. Where is it going to be? Go.
2: Uh, Hobbiton.
0: He, I was like, just say New Zealand. You just said it already.
2: <laughs> the specific part of New Zealand where the set of The Hobbit is and The Lord of the Rings. So I will be the evil dictator of rule Hobbiton.
0: It. One ring to rule them all.
2: One ring to find them.
0: Mm. I think you just be a One regular sized person there
2: and be dictator.
0: Or something like that.
2: One ring to something them all. I can't remember. And in the darkness, bind them.
0: Yes, that's I what it is. Hi Ronnie, how about you?
2: Oh here, one hundred percent.
0: Here, one hundred percent. You'd say scoot over Trump. I'm in charge now. I'm the captain now.
3: (laughs) I'm the captain. We're even the best at getting the coronavirus.
0: (laughs) That's that's very true.
3: Nobody beats us. Very true. At anything. (laughs) That's right. We win. (laughs) 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 Uh,
0: I'm gonna say Switzerland. Because uh, you are they have the most, they have the most comfortable beds, and so I can just tell someone to uh, take care of all the boring stuff, and then I'm gonna use this bed, and sleep, a lot. It's a good call. Get a switch, because since I'm a dictator, they can give me all their switches, and then I can play that dictator run. What
3: doesn't sound like much of an evil dictator, just a (laughs)
0: yeah, but I mean selfish. Yeah, but I'm gonna take all the switches. Nobody Ooh. can have any in the country.
3: Linear mean, underbid play with anybody.
0: Uh-huh. Well, yeah, it's probably it probably won't work. Wow. It just translated what you said, Ronnie, to linear underbid Playboy.
3: <laughs> I believe that was just a title for when I was talking.
0: Patrick Claire had a birthday this past weekend. She sure did. And my daughter did too.
1: Who's Claire? Yeah. Birthday buddies. <laughs> uh my uh evil dictator uh, <laughs> apprentice
0: the, the evil dictator apprentice <laughs> Ugh, always a rule of two
1: <laughs> yeah unfortunately yeah this uh due to all this coronavirus we didn't have a party, so we kind of yeah. had our own like mass facebook. Uh, happy birthday where there was like 20-something people on one Facebook, which is – I've never done a, uh, a fa- I think it said Facebook. I meant FaceTime. I've never done FaceTime oh, okay. with more than one person before. It I is didn't know you could. chaotic, absolutely chaos. What uh, day is when your birthday? You get, That was, uh, it was uh, this past Friday.
3: Oh, okay, 27th? Yep. Elizabeth was the 28th.
1: There you wow. go. And then the twenty ninth was Natasha's. Natasha. That's yeah. right. Look at that. The Trifecta.
3: So what all did you guys do, Pat? Just kind of had like we, a We uh on, on Thursday
1: on Thursday um and Friday they made a cake for Claire. Um I think Claire Claire did about ninety five percent of it. Uh the only thing that really that uh, Mel did was uh, take care of the stuff that was, you know, bring it in and out of the oven. Uh but she uh she did mm. all the cr- making it and icing and decorations and all that. So she, she made her own making cake. Her work for her birthday, <laughs> <laughs> whatever she <clears throat> wanted. She's, that's what she wanted to do. So yeah. Hey, um, awesome. yeah. Um, yeah. Unfortunately we didn't have a party. Uh, you know, like I saw a, uh, something on, on Facebook where they showed, um, some, some girls, like I think it might've been her 12th birthday and they had like a, a drive by with all of her friends waving out of the car window as they drove huh. by our house, yeah, was which cool. was which was pretty cool. That
2: is cute and depressing at the same.
3: I know, <laughs>
1: cutely like depressing. Procession. But no, uh, yeah,
3: I, so I had like this whole, I guess like I had this a month ago. Like I had this whole plan for her birthday, right? A lot's changed in a month. Yeah. <clears throat> so we were gonna have a we were gonna have a party. We we're gonna have all of our friends over on on Saturday for her birthday, and. Uh, which is kind of nice, like, because you're, when you know, we don't have any kids. So there really aren't any rules for us at all. Mm-hmm. So we figured we were going to have some drinks. And well, the best place to have drinks is at your own house. <laughs> it's kind of, it's pretty awesome. You don't have to go anywhere afterwards. You just go right to sleep at your own place. Right. So yeah. we were going to have people over. Um, I was going to take her out for like a late breakfast on Saturday. And then I got, <clears throat> She's wanted to do um like a couples massage. She wanted to do one when we went on the cruise and we didn't end up like you know, didn't end up doing it while we were on the cruise. So I I bought like the couples massage and everything, which for me it's you know, like I'll do it, but I'm like I don't love people touching me. That's the best way to describe it. People that don't I don't want know, to touch your I bippy? don't want to be touched.
0: Don't touch hippie like, you know, every ever. You know again. what I mean?
3: Like I I'm not about that life, so uh so I got I'll do it and everything. But then I was like, should I get a guy or a girl? Like I, I don't want another dude like massaging me. Mean, that seems weird.
0: Oh, it is. Is it? Been there. See,
3: I'm not I'm not gonna do that. Although I, I assume like the man, I mean unless it's this like huge woman that comes in with strapping arms, like the man yep, is probably rather, gonna give you the better massage Huge technically. woman?
2: You would think that, but I'm like, but no, should I like, I,
3: like, I'm, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want another man like massaging me, but then it's like, do I want another woman to massaging me? And then how do I feel about her having a man massaging her if that's what she wants? And I was like, I'm going through all this. I'm like, I am stressed. <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Like, I don't, Sweating. I guess like, I'll just like, if another dude's over there, I'm going to be like watching him the whole time. Like, Hey, you go low again. And I'm going to hit your head on the ground a lot. <laughs> um, but no, so I was going to go through and, and go ahead and do it. Like, I'm sure like once it was over, like I would be like, yeah, I would totally do that again. Uh, but like, yeah, as far as like outsiders, uh, people that I don't know touching me at all, like, uh eh, not about that life. You know, I don't really even like to hug people that I don't like really know that well. <laughs> so uh, but I was going to, that free. part was going to be a surprise. She, she, I was going to tell her we were going to do a late breakfast and then we were going somewhere at 12 and I just would have surprised her with it. And all of that completely fell apart. We didn't do any oh. of it. <laughs> we didn't do any of it. So I ended up getting a gift card. So uh, when this all ends, we can, we can go do that. But, uh, and, you know, I'll still take her out to, uh, take her out to like a breakfast and stuff. Because we went to this really cool little breakfast place um, and I was going to take her back to that and then, uh, then go to this place. So, like, on the morning of her birthday, I was like, uh, surprise, here's what I was going to do. <laughs> 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 like, it was a really good plan, and, and none of it really just, we ended up just sitting at home, and um, she, made, she made ribs, like, for dinner. We sat on the back porch and drank some wine, so it was good. Uh, all of our friends wanted to do, like, a big conference call type thing. It was through Facebook. I've never done that before, but... Um, there was like eight people on there, like at one time. Everybody was just talking for a like a while, but um, no, it turned out to be a pretty good day.
1: Nice, awesome, very oh, cool. Yeah. What about so Natasha? Oh, oh, go ahead. We have
0: another birthday. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> we <laughs> had, we had a birthday Later, in between Saturday and Sunday <laughs> <laughs> on the twenty no, eighth and a half. First. Go ahead. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> Natasha first. Uh, so for for me, anytime I plan a birthday. Or celebration for my kids, my wife, even for myself. Like it's usually the day before. So once this quarantine hit, we were not prepared whatsoever. And I think at one point, like during the week, because we were, we knew we were not prepared. Mindy is a planner. I am not. Mindy is like, so next year we're gonna have a moment where we're gonna have a a holiday. Just one day, extra day, three-day weekend. What should we do? And I'm just like, that's next year. What are we doing tomorrow? <laughs> <laughs> and so that's how I kind of approach just about everything when it comes to family planning and life and stuff. But this week, Mindy's like, so what are we going to do for Tasha? And I'm like, you know what we can do? You know what the best present is? Ask them what they want to do and just do whatever they want.
1: Sounds and so, like my plan.
0: Yeah, that was Patrick's plan. Once you said that, I'm like, yes. That's the best plan for a 10-year-old. I mean, come on. And especially for us, it it worked out it was on a Sunday. Sundays for us are like the most chill but not connected whatsoever to technology, to people. Like for the most part, we don't use screens, our phones, TV. Uh, It's like our screenless day, and my daughter hates it. Like she despises that day. She's like, can I use my phone? Can I look and watch something, blah, blah, blah? And I'm like, nope. We're just, uh, we're playing board games, we're taking naps, we're, we're talking together as a family. Ugh, whatever. <laughs> she doesn't say whatever, but she's like one step away, one toe away from being a teenager. But uh, <laughs> that day, we were just like, Tasha, we can't take you wherever you want to go, but we're going to do for the first time Uber Eats, and whatever food you want, we will get it. Like, we've never done Uber Eats whatsoever. And what's funny is the week leading up, we got so many coupons and codes and texts from Uber Eats saying, hey, $10 off, $20 off, 50%, half price, whatever. Yep. And so we're like, Tasha, you have all the options in the world at your fingertips. Are you ready? She's like, I'm ready. I want McDonald's. You've got to be kidding me. (laughs) That's like, (laughs) McDonald's? Are you serious? I'm like, you know what? It's your birthday, Tasha, whatever you want. So she orders McDonald's. She gets double fries. So that's the splurging for her. Uh, she didn't get What's the toy she wanted. What's double fries? Double like- fries. So with a Happy Meal, you get like fries. <laughs> and yeah, 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 they're all cooked <laughs> together. And you eat them two at a time. Uh, no, you usually get a yogurt and a fries with a kid's meal. And instead of getting yogurt, she replaced that with even more fries. Now, what's funny mm, okay. is James didn't get his fries, and she just ate all her fries in front of him. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, my man, birthday. that is hardcore. It's but he can't birthday, say anything. Sucker. Exactly. No one can say anything. It's her birthday. <laughs> hey, Tasha, for your birthday, will you give your brother some of your fries? No, you can't ask that. But to kind of balance things out, not that it made us happy or anything, but they gave her the wrong toy, and we tried to, like, write them and – they never responded. They got their money. What are they going to do? Now, Mindy and I, we got sushi. I was like, we're living this up, and we are getting what we would not typically get. Typically get. So we got some really good sushi. We got a whole lot of raw sushi, like salmon. And I can't say that I normally would pick that out. But once you cover it in, like, that teriyaki, that sweet teriyaki sauce, it's good. It doesn't need to be it, – it, you could cover – like for me you could cover just about anything in that teriyaki sauce like an eraser and i'll like it and this it'll taste good to me because of that sweet teriyaki sauce so it was good i uh we enjoyed it and we're definitely especially in this quarantine time we're probably going to do uber eats at least once a week just for fun as a family our kids really like it and uh it's so simple and fast so that's mainly what we did we uh i think i think her Mindy's parents got her a card, and we definitely did that thing. So they got me a card, and they got Tasha a card. And I opened mine on my birthday last week, and there was like two large bills in there. And so Tasha saw that I got money from Papa and Nana, and she was like, she automatically assumed, well, that means they gave me at least half of what you got. And I'm like, "Uh, (laughs) I don't know. So Mindy and I got nervous, so we opened up her card. They gave her nothing. (laughs) And we're like, oh, Oh. shoot so we we gave her some of we gave her a little bit of cash on our end and uh when when Tasha Tasha got mad she was like you did you open my card and so we were like well Papa and Nana forgot to they forgot to put them they forgot to put the money in it so they asked us to put the money in it for you so there you go and uh that was the sneaky thing we did for her birthday but uh the Lies
2: yeah. episode was last week, Lucas. I know, right?
0: <laughs> yes. That's when lying is a good thing because you really don't hey. want to make grandma and grandpa look bad. There's just no no good will come from making grandma and grandpa look bad. So, yeah. yeah. That was Tasha's birthday. Mark, you celebrate a birthday on Monday? No, no.
2: This <laughs> Anybody? Cisco? Thing.
0: Someone no, at Cisco's La Caretta? No, Cisco's birthday
2: is until August. Um... No, I was just, I forgot to mention that this past week, um, so obviously with our church, you know, everybody is unable to actually physically go to church, so lots of churches are still trying to connect with people as much as possible, Yep. you know, as much as technology can allow them to, and so I was trying to do the same thing with my youth group, you know, just to, you know, still try to connect with them and have fun with them, and, and, uh, I I figured, well, what's one good way to do that? And I was like, quarantine Jackbox night. So, can't go wrong uh, with that. Yeah. So Friday night, I set everything up. Uh, I'm going to stream it on Twitch and they can play through that. Um, And so I get on eight o'clock, get everything ready to go start to play. We're playing fibbage. Um, which, if you're not familiar with Fibbage, basically, um, you know, they give you a prompt, like some sort of trivia question. And you have to make up something. You have to lie about what the answer is. And then you have to try to get people to pick your lie to get points all while trying to figure out what the actual answer is. And, and so, um, you know, we started playing that and all of a sudden people kept getting kicked out and things weren't working. I'm hmm. like, what's going on? So I checked my internet. I'm like, everything's working fine with the internet. No, it figures that the one night I decide to do a Jackbox party with my youth group uh, is the night that the Jackbox game server goes down.
1: <laughs> oh, my god. <gosh>. Oh, man. <laughs>
0: no. <laughs> Not cool.
2: Yeah, like, it It all went down. Like, you couldn't even go to Jackbox Games' website. Everything crashed. Um, so... It's like, okay, we'll scrap that for tonight. We'll try it on Sunday. So Sunday night, we were able to to get things going, and played a few games, and, and it was a lot of fun. I would highly recommend for any sort of a, a party game, obviously right now with quarantine, nobody should be having parties right now. But if you want to do something online to still connect with friends or family, um, I would highly recommend the Jackbox games. They have, like, several party packs. Uh, there's six of them now. Um, there are. That you can choose from. Yeah, they're either uh, also, on
0: sale or yeah, I think Drawful 2 is free on uh, Steam on computer. If you're into yeah, that whole Master Race Steam thing.
2: And I think on Xbox, I want to say, um, on PS4, all the party packs are, I think, 20 to 50% off. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, now's a good time to pick those up. Um, there are several different ways that you can remote play the game, whether it be streaming on Twitch or... Um, you know, figuring out a, a way to basically connect with, with people and play. Um, but I would highly recommend it. It's it's a lot of fun. Um, they're really silly, and it's a good way to connect.
0: Nice. Speaking of gaming, I wanted to share that this past week, I actually took a break from Dead Cells, so I won't need to talk about that this Ooh, week. Ooh, okay. And Wire. I... I play, Okay, I did play Dead Cells. I just didn't play <laughs> as much as usual. Yeah, maybe my break from it was like a day and a half, but it was long enough for me to beat a game <laughs> 20 twice. 20 minutes. Yeah, it was 22 <laughs> and a half minutes. But uh, I played a game called Twin Breaker, which is a uh, and definitely an indie game made by a podcaster called uh, called Colin Moriarty and uh, Chris Raygun. Um, but I played it on Friday and Saturday and you get a trophy for beating it within 24 hours. Uh, but the way I was able to beat it on Friday, cause on Friday we're doing long distance learning. I'm also working and I discovered that there's a way for me to game and work and be productive on both sides. And this is what I did. I would set a timer for like 40 minutes and every 40 minutes, I would play of just a few rounds because what it is is a brick-breaking game. The, the rounds usually last like a minute, max two minutes. And uh, so every 40 minutes, I would set an alarm. And if I worked real hard or helped my you know kids with schooling and stuff, I would reward myself with uh, a little bit of gaming for like five, ten minutes. And then I would go back and reset the timer all over again. And I did that all day Friday. And uh, I have to say, it made for a very productive day, and it was definitely an enjoyable part of the, the quarantine time because I wasn't sure how productive I would be, um, you know, working and helping the kids with schooling and you know, just dealing with all the 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 organizational things and meals and all that with Mindy. Uh, so finding ways to make myself productive was definitely something I was a little worried about. And, uh, that kind of helped a lot. So have you guys during this first full week or week and a half, I know Mark, you've been working out and about, but I know Patrick and Ronnie, you've been working from home more often. Uh, what kind of practices do you have to keep you productive, to keep you focused? Cause I know it's either easy to get distracted or it's easy to kind of just, I don't know get bored or get, it's, it's just different working from home than it is in an office. It's, it's just so different. What do you guys do to to deal with that to make yourself productive? Any tips and tricks out there for those who are working from home for the first time?
1: Um, I uh I have well, I'm in my basement and I set up like a little makeshift office and um I don't I just have Twitch open all day. You know, like I'll have uh Twitch streamers playing Apex uh, pretty much all day. And then uh, I also uh, will uh, watch um, Ed Placentia do his afternoon streams. Um, so if I can't play games, I'll just have it on because I'm busy enough as it is at work. There's really no like downtime for me to 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 play a, a round or two of Apex. Um, I get constant emails and phone calls, and there's conference calls that I don't have it. I don't have time to get distracted. Hmm.
0: Uh, my, so you, my, you kind of feel like it helps you keep focused to uh, just have something in the background to, to yeah, yeah, like fill the like white noise or something.
1: Yeah, because uh, I uh, I usually listen to podcasts while I'm working because I don't have like a secondary screen when I'm at work, so I just listen to a podcast. But being able to actually watch games while I'm while I'm working.
0: Houston we have a problem
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> well I will go ahead and pick up
3: the slack well, so. yeah
0: go ahead Ronnie since we lost Patrick
3: <laughs> so I think the key like for me especially working from home is so I obviously I have my office set up um, it was set up before the whole work from home type thing but it's basically an area where I can get away from all the distraction I guess so yeah. like for me working like from home I don't think I could I could really work from home. If I had like a laptop sitting on the couch or something like that, like there would right. be, there'd just be too much distraction for me to actually get anything done. So being able to come up actually to my office and like close the door. And it's like, when I'm in here, like it's, you know what I mean? It's like, I'm separated from everything and it's basically time to work. Um, I don't actually have like anything like playing, like as far as like on the TV or anything, I always have just music playing. And it allows me basically to um, just kind of like sit back and listen because I listen to music like while I'm working, when I'm at work, like with an earbud in. So Uh I can just play music like over a speaker and, you know, just kind of like work while I'm listening to music. You know, if I get a call or something, I just pause it and, you know, take the call. But it's uh, it it was one of those things where um, it it helps me to be separated from from all the distractions. Like the office is a big thing. Like Patrick said, he made his uh, like kind of like office in the basement. It's a way that he can kind of separate himself from everything. Um, It's kind of the same for me. Like I come upstairs to my office and it's just just me in here like doing work. So I know for a certain amount of time. And for the most part, I actually have found that it's easier – like when I was at work, like at my desk, I would get up all the time just to like stretch, go walk around, do something – I actually do that a little bit less, like while I'm at home. Surprisingly.
0: Mm. How about you, Mark? In the times you've tried to be productive at home, or maybe you know your job doesn't call for it now, but maybe in the past.
2: Hmm. Um, a lot of times I kind of just have to, to be away from things that that are easily distracting, yeah. like TV, video games, and stuff, because I'll I'll keep going back and forth, and things won't get done. So i just gotta hunger down basically and and just like for example when i when i edit at the podcast um you know i can't have any other distractions around me um or anything that's playing like a like tv or anything like that because i have to be focusing on on what i'm listening to um so you know i have to kind of just isolate myself a little bit um and, and things like that. Um, cause I know I had that problem when I was in like high school and college and stuff and I'm trying to do my papers and, uh, I would keep going back and forth between yeah. watching something and, and yeah, I haven't done and, this very really often, but for whatever reason, it so I kinda really, have to, I guess, uh, like for me, one thing
0: that happens a lot much. in working from home is there's a lot of times that my job just requires me to talk to people, call people, message people, um, and I feel like I'm in this constant state of like just in messaging, texting conversations with people. And you can just build up this, this wave where all of a sudden I've spent a whole morning just writing people and updating people. And then they send me a new problem or a new challenge or a new thing to do. And I haven't like accomplished anything in my to-do list. And so today, or not today, on Friday, I kind of just set up, okay, 30, 40 minutes, I'm going to work. And this 30, 40 minutes, I'm just going to focus on my to-do list. And then I would play a couple rounds of Twin Breaker. And then after that, I was like, okay, now I'm going to focus 30, 40 minutes on uh, answering emails and messages. And then after that, I would do another couple rounds of Twin Breaker. And then I'm like, okay, now I'm going to go back to my to-do list. And I found I just found myself being more productive than like when I say, okay, I'm going to sit here for the next four hours and I'm going to focus, and then I just kind of end up getting – I feel like I go down, like, multiple trails. And this is just me personally. It's just how it's gone. Yeah, so see, the problem – I just found it interesting. The problem
2: with me in doing that is typically wanting to, you know, doing, going and doing the other thing and then going back to the thing I'm supposed to be doing is I won't want to go back to the thing I'm supposed to be doing. Yeah. <laughs> so I will ultimately procrastinate. That makes sense. So I just have to, right. just, like I said, hunker down – And knock it out, basically.
0: That makes sense. Yeah, I just, I think it's, I think it's because I chose a game that has rounds. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to do two, three rounds and then I'm going to move on. So it's easy to, yeah, if I was playing something like Final Fantasy or God of War or even Dead Cells, I'd be like, I'm going to go, I'm going to go one more area (laughs) and then I'll quit. Yeah. And then five areas later Or yeah. I've like beat the game yet again I'm Like uh Oops
3: Moral of the story is play a game with rounds
0: Yep it Has to be rounds Lots of rounds Alright so Ronnie If you could be an expert on any One subject In the history Not a his- the history But in all of life Like an expert on anything What would it be?
3: Oh, that's a good question. Um, I've always been really interested in history as an actual subject. Uh, Mm -hmm. So I would say that.
0: Mm, That's a really good one. Dang. I would definitely take that one if you didn't. (laughs) We've got it covered. It's too late now. It's too late. I've missed my chance. So you're an expert on history. How about you, Marky Mark?
2: So if I could be an expert in any subject what would it be
0: yep any subject
2: oh goodness um i guess writing creative writing any type of writing i guess i mean okay i i, I that's one of the subjects i was was strong i ha- i was i had you know, I was proficient. I guess would be the word, but not not mm-hmm. expert. I would say it was one of my strong points. Um, but there's still a lot for me that I think I could be better at um, in in writing and things like that. And and songwriting would be great as well. Because um, I mean, I, I write music and stuff, but I feel like a lot
0: of you're pro- yeah pretty proficient.
2: Yeah, I feel like. That I could be a lot better. Um, and there's a lot more for me to learn. So it'd be nice to be an expert at that.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, that that would go into to mine. I wish... No, I wish. I would choose to be an expert in, like... Uh, and, and I don't know how you, can, how you can be an expert. I mean, you can be an expert in it, but you don't learn it. So I guess maybe this doesn't count as a subject or be an expert. I'd love to just be able to play music based off of, like sight and sound instead of reading music like that's the only thing i've ever done is read music right. and you know practice over and over and over again but if i if i had a way to you know just pick up a fiddle and and just play a song or uh you know pick up a an instrument of any kind that that would be really cool to be just like an expert of music yeah, kind of like be what one. you already alluded to that would be so cool to just play music i love music but i can't i'm like no matter how many times I play a song, I'm like every night my kids and I and and wife and as a family we sing, you know, sing a worship song or two. And I, there's a couple songs I've played so many times, and yet there's like one chord, like a B minor or something, that I just hit the wrong strings consistently, and uh, or inconsistently. I just mess up different chords, or and uh, it's really hard for yeah. me to uh, pick up and play something. So that would be a cool one to be an expert
2: yeah. of. Uh, absolutely.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, Patrick's left us for good. And uh, I think if Patrick were here, he would say he would be an expert uh, on Japanese RPGs I was playing go. all the Final Fantasies. I was going to go oh, wait. Hair. We're- Yes. Expert on hair. That fits hair better. Height. I was trying to think of something he hates really badly. Oh, he would be an expert on Pixar. Of Pixar. <laughs> expert of Wally Ratatouille. He would just love that. <laughs> and uh, memorize it, watch it over and over again, and tell people how amazing it is. But then I wouldn't have a job, so I don't want him to have that. So we're going to go with expert on hair. I'll go with yours, Ronnie. That's a good one. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that uh, pretty much covers it. Do you guys have any other uh, improv things you want to ask, say, do before we... Sign things off before Mark shares what should be heard, if he has anything, or if he doesn't. He doesn't. <laughs> a little bird told me. Bird is the word, and or the word is the yes. bird. What is that
2: saying again? Uh, word of the bird, or word from the bird. Yeah.
0: We're not doing a playlist, and that's the word from the bird, or the word of the bird, and that bird's name is Mark Boucher. Tweet, tweet.
2: I think, I think we're covered. I think we're good.
0: That covers it yep. then, huh? All right. Well, uh, next week, we're going to talk about something. <laughs> and hopefully, Patrick will stay for the whole thing, and it'll be fun. All right, guys. That's all we got. So, uh, joiners, thanks for joining us on this improv number seven and a half or three eight. I don't know what number it is. Uh, it's one of them. We hope that God, yeah, that uh, that you would have a great quarantini week, that you're listening right now while you sit at home, and it's been way too long. We're with you. It's all good. We're going to make it through this. Uh, I just saw Patrick's message, and it distracted me, but I'm <laughs> focused again.
2: Distraction! Now he's back.
0: I I have some kind of ending, but I don't remember what it is right now. So I'm just going to say... Ciao, guys. Ate mais. Arrivederci. Au revoir. Bye. Au revoir. Bye. Bye. Ciao. Yeah. Outro music. Where is it? Right there. Play. One, two, three, four.